to yet another episode of Down College Ave. Um, not too much to talk about today. We'll talk about our bowl game. Won't preview it too much because obviously that's all we really have to talk about for the next few weeks. Uh, the one thing we're going to get into today for the most part is the portal. Um, personally, I don't expect FSU to make a huge splash in the portal just because we don't have too many players leaving. Um, there's the few here and there spots that we probably should grab guys. But in general, the people who are leaving, or at least into the portal, uh, isn't really much a huge hit for the team. Uh, I have the list here. It's Amari Gaynor, Sam McCall, which, by the way, last time I checked, Sam McCall is not officially in yet. That was as of last time. Yeah, he's not in the portal yet, which is weird, but he's not on the team either. So Yeah, and he hasn't, and he was the first one to announce, so he's, which is really weird that he's not in the portal. Keyshawn Helton, which honestly kind of forgot he played for the team. I met him last year. He's really nice, but he just kind of fell off. Jarrett Jackson, Sean Bright Johnson, and Rod Orr just announced this morning. Rod Orr just announced this morning he was going to go in. Again, nothing really huge in my opinion. Like Amari Gaynor and Sam McCall are probably the two biggest names there. Um, Amari Gaynor was a good leader, good guy, but just didn't really – stats didn't really do much for him. Like he hasn't had uh, any stats to do. Yeah, he was a good backup linebacker, but he walked on senior night. So it didn't really seem as if he was coming back. So it's good for him that he'll be able to go to a place that he'll be able to play more and potentially get drafted. I know it sucks for him as – I mean, he's a legacy. His dad played here, but he's just never able to catch on with his potential here. I mean, he's graduating, so it is what it is, right? It just – sad yeah, to see go. He was cool, but he's a good guy. But it's just – not same no surprises there. Same thing with Helton. I mean, Helton wasn't going to get any playing time. No, we don't, we don't need a slot receiver. So he wasn't even dressing most of the season. He was injured most of the year. Yeah, uh, he he's still recovering from anything. that knee injury. Like he tore, he, he he tore like he tore his ACL, but it was like worse than that in his knee. It was like pretty bad. So like he just was never like the same again after that. But I mean, he's definitely a great culture guy. Always, he's always positive out there. So somebody will pick up, pick him up, and he'll do pretty well next year. Yeah, and then also a big name coming back. Jordan Travis announced on Monday night he was coming back again. Not really a surprise there. Um, I heard from people, people who know who know him, that like he wasn't leaving unless he was going to be a top three draft pick, which was just not happening. Like. No. That probably won't even happen next year. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback at all. But that's not to say he's not a good college quarterback. He's a great college quarterback. Just I think it will not transfer over the NFL well. No, I already started the Heisman campaign on Twitter, as has Michael Pittman, as has <laughs> Winston Wright, as has Charlie Ward. So there's a lot of guys that are already pushing for that next year. Yeah, I mean, not a surprise that he's coming back. It's just like nice to get the news that he is because he's kind of Never know Travis Hunter yeah. style. I mean, same thing with last night, Deloach, Renardo Green, Jerry and Jones, and Micah Pittman all announced that they were coming back. We're still and, waiting on some big pieces on the D-line, potentially. See if uh, Love It and Verse. So back. I was thinking about, I think they have a better chance to come back than we have been thinking. Because yeah, we've been saying they're going. And... Love it with, I mean, Benson we're also waiting on, and Benson is roommates with Verse. So it's kind of hard. To, uh, I would assume that either they both leave or both go. I hope not. I think Benson should stay no matter what. He just won ACC Newcomer of the Year, I believe. Um, I don't know. It's interesting to see if Benson leaves with, or Benson stays, what happens with Treshawn Ward, if he decides that he wants more touches somewhere else. Yeah. Goes. 
which is a very viable option that could happen. But he might also stay because he's not going to get too many touches where he'll ruin himself. Like, as we all know, running backs have a small shelf life. Yeah, and in general, I mean, uh, Lovett tweeted something out with just, like, the eyes, which was kind of similar to what Jordan tweeted out right before he announced he was coming back. So that's why, like, I texted you that, and I was like, that kind of makes me think that Lovett could be coming back, which would be surprising. He walked at senior day. It would be a huge pickup. I'm not complaining at all, but I would just be very surprised if you – I would still be surprised, but I think we have a better chance than we think. Yeah, I I mean, I it'd be a surprise. I saw his reaction like after the last play of the game. He ran down to, like the ten yard line, like took like went on both of his knees at the end zone and looked like he was just like taking it all in for the last time. But who knows? We have the new collective called the Battles End that was just formed. That is basically their mission is to keep players here. So I know they said that they're announcing more players tonight. So maybe Love It's one of the guys that's staying because they're paying him nil money. Maybe uh, Hayes just hasn't finished the video yet. That's fair. <laughs> fair. Um, I mean, you, you never know. I would say Verse is a better shot at coming back than Love It, but we'll see. It's just a hard. It's weird because Love It's not like a high draft pick, but he's one of the guys no. that would just go Verse. I th- like his draft stock has kind of dropped since the UF game. Yeah, which is weird. Maybe, maybe I mean he's still like a late first rounder, but I th- I'm. I think that if he ends up being like a day two pick, he'll probably come back and stay another year, which I mean, that defense will be top 10. If those guys stay, we're also waiting on Tatum Bethune to decide what he wants to do. It just doesn't seem like a lot of these players are leaving. Like it doesn't seem like it's a big, like no one's making a huge deal out of it. No, these guys love being here. Yeah. Like the culture in Orvell's bills has been great and they really enjoy it. So there's a clear reason they want to stay. And even even when Amari Gaynor left, Norvell tweeted something out, didn't he? Like, yeah, he tweeted, he tweeted something out for him and Keyshawn Helton, of those two that I do know. I don't really think – he didn't tweet anything out for Jarrett Jackson and nothing for Sam McCall. But. Yeah, well, Sam McCall – we already established Sam McCall's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, like, and all these other guys, a lot of it right now, at least in my mind, isn't a culture thing. It's basically let's force the people out who probably aren't going to play so we have more scholarships to either go into the portal or get more new guys coming in from high school. That's what they want to do, yeah, because we don't have a ton of space with scholarships right now, so it's kind of like getting some of those edge guys that you think you could bring in a transfer and play over him to kind of push them out. That's That will help with that. If we are able to push some kids out, you'll see us get more active in the portal, but I also don't think we're we're not going to take nearly as many portal kids as we have before. Because now we have we can easily take a better quality player and less of like a what are what's considered a project just due to Norvell's continued hit rate in the portal. He has the highest hit rate in success yeah. coach in the portal. And it's um what was it? It would t- take me a second to find it, but I know Mike Farrell had ranked the top portal teams, and it was like USC, Michigan State, Ole Miss, and us, I believe. USC doesn't count. USC does not count. (laughs) No, no, that's like I I heard someone argue that Lincoln Riley is the best portal coach in the country, and they're like, well, he got Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison, and I'm like, well, that's just follow over, and that's what's going on too. Like like Caleb Williams transferring like does not count in any sort of way. Like he was literally his head coach the year before. Like Norvell's going out and getting guys from other schools that he hasn't coached those players before. Like versus from Albany, Johnny's from Arizona state who he only had one other team reach out to him. Yeah. 
I mean, and I think it would also be interesting is you've seen how a lot of Oregon players have entered the portal, which was kind of surprising after they had a decent year and their coach, uh, Dan Lanning was good. And um, they obviously you've seen two Oregon players do well here in Benson and uh, and Micah Pittman. So I wonder if that'll have anything to do if any of them want to come here. I doubt it. Like, slow, I don't think so. But receiver. Yeah. Flo's not good. Flo's going to go to like a top school. But they have that receiver who's like a four star. He's like six four and runs like a four four. So he's like a true burner deep threat. It would be really cool to put him on the outside. I forgot yeah. his name off the top of my head, but hey, I'm uh, still on the Dre McCray train, even though I haven't heard anything about him. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. I've not heard a single like whisper about Dre McCray coming here. I mean, he would be really cool to have, but um. Well, to get into the portal, what what would you say our top position needs would be in the portal? I have a top two or three, uh, considering the O-line with people like Gibbons leaving, tight end, Cam McDonald leaving. And I said DB just in case, because I feel like I've seen FSU targeting a lot of DBs or a lot I of I think it's going to be both line positions, yep. it, it, depending on who leaves and who goes. If everybody stays, D-tackle and DN is not going to be a huge thing. Yeah. But they do want to focus on getting some more depth at offensive line. Because as we saw, we were injured this year. And then I think they want to get another cornerback and tight ends. There, I know that uh, Fuller visited with Fenchel Cypress, who's I think he's the number one player in the portal. Cypress right is the number one player in the portal. And yeah. I just checked on three right before we got on. He is crystal balled, like 100% crystal balled to go to Ohio State at the moment. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. But I do know that Fuller had a visit with him recently, like in the last day. But I don't think Adam Fuller is the person I want visiting recruits. So No. Um, I know that they're going after both tight ends, Morlock and Jaheim Bell. I know that the staff has been in contact with Bell and that they are planning a potential in-house visit with him later in the week. I don't know if that's going through or what. Do you have anything on Morlock? Morlock, I've heard from circles and sources that he is leaning us heavy over Tennessee. And that it's seeming like he's going to come here. You said he's taking an official visit this weekend or he already did? Uh, He's supposed to be taking – he took an official at the UF game, and he's supposed okay. to be taking an official this weekend. Like, he has it scheduled, but, you know, sometimes OVs don't happen. But he's scheduled to take one right now. Yeah, so, I mean, I've from what I've heard, it's all FSU over Tennessee. Obviously, FSU and Tennessee have been the only ones that are really – have kind of emerged from this. But I do think it's looking like we're going to beat out Tennessee Tennessee, just from what I've been hearing. Obviously, the official visit could go awful, and it all goes to hell in a handbasket, and he goes to Tennessee. We don't know. But from what I'm hearing is that he's probably going to come to FSU. For Bell, I did not realize that him and Rodemaker played together in high school until Rodemaker tweeted that out yesterday, which is huge. That's a good connection, especially because Rodemaker, like, I mean, with Jordan's injury history, he has missed a game every single yeah. year, at least one. So you're going to assume that Rodemaker is going to play some. And, I mean, I feel comfortable with Rodemaker playing a game or two here and there. But just that connection that they have, and you just are you see how Mike Norvell uses his offense and his players, especially a gadget player like Jaheim Bell. Yeah, he's completely like he's a running back and a tight end. He's so his skill set is completely different from that of Kyle Morlocks, who's like what six, he's almost Gronk size. Yeah, it would be really cool to see Tate be able to help us out again recruiting him so what how many years does bell have eligibility i know rodemaker i believe is still considered like a redshirt sophomore going into bell has two i'm not really sure i believe he's a saw i believe he's a redshirt sophomore as well 
So then best case scenario, you're looking at, you're going back to your high school quarterback for two years, obviously after or a year after Travis leaves. Yeah, he was in the 2020 class. So what, he has two years left? Yeah, he's a red shirt. Yeah. yeah he's entering the portal with two years of eligibility. Yeah. And who knows, Rodemaker could be QB1 in two years for a season. He will be. after. So if if he doesn't leave, he's a good backup. He's a very competent backup. But if um if, once Travis leaves after next year, Rodemaker, I believe, still has two years of eligibility after that. Just because the co- red shirt and oh yeah 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 they can use their COVID year. So he so basically it could be like a I mean the best thing I like to com- I would compare it to is Sean McGuire where like we had this flashy was, quarterback and now it's just this boring white guy coming I was, in. I was thinking I was, I was figuring you're about to say Sean McGuire. Yeah, and it just kind of that's what clicks to it. Like me, um, I was listening to the Wake Up War Chant podcast and they were saying that, or he was saying he thinks there will only be three QBs in um uh, in this QB room coming up next year. It'll probably be Travis and it'll definitely be the kid that we flipped from Ohio State. Buckland. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Duffy So then it's between is it gonna be four with Rodmaker and Duffy or one of those gone and going into the portal? If one of them leaves, I think it would be Duffy, but I think I don't know what he's waiting on because with Travis coming back, he would kind of he's kind of his decision's been made for him. Yeah. Unless he's waiting on tape. But I, I think Duffy is the odd man out. And I think it's obvious Rodemaker – I mean, Rodemaker's a decent quarterback, right? Like I just said, he's a good backup. But I don't think if he goes in the portal, he's not starting at any major Power no, 5 he's, program. He's dropping a, down. He'll start, at a, he'll start at a group of five school. I mean, we've already talked about it. But his dad loves Norvell. He seems to love Norvell. So. I don't think – I would be surprised if Rodemaker left, to be honest. I think he loves it here. Even if he's getting forced out, I think he would still stay and be like a fourth-string Geno English TikTok star. So, like, it – I I still think. By the way, I saw Gino English at Township last weekend, and like some people didn't know who he was. Like he was like talking to people. He's like, "Oh yeah, my name's Gino." Nima saw him today on a scooter leaving Urban. Really? <laughs> yeah. He texted me and said, "Gino English scooter sighting." <laughs> but so um, another player that we've talked about is Daryl Jackson from Miami. Uh, I've heard a little bit about him. Basically, the rumors are saying, and his mom, I think, went on a Miami podcast or Miami show and said this, is that he has a family member who's sick, and he wants to transfer to be closer to family. Lucky for us, too bad the guy's sick. Don't want to say it's a good thing. But lucky for us, he grew up 15 miles from Tallahassee. Yeah, he's going to get, if he can get a hardship waiver, because he already transferred once from Maryland to Miami. So if the NCAA grants the waiver for him, then he'd be able to automatically transfer and everything points to FSU because he's from like this area. But I don't and know, also, the NCAA seems to hate us with giving us waivers and stuff for players. Well, I think the I think the sickness or something like that is one of the things listed on a reason you would get the waiver. Yeah, but so there's I, that tight end like four years yeah. transfer or whatever from Virginia that couldn't transfer, even though his like grandfather was sick. We'll see what happens. I think he'll probably get the waiver. Um, yeah, I agree. I think he will. Hopefully, hopefully he does. If he doesn't get the waiver, he's. I don't think he's coming here. We'll take him because there's no point in having him come and sitting a year. Like no. it just doesn't just doesn't make sense for anybody. Um, other names. I mean, the second biggest player in the portal is Ajon Cornelius, the URI uh, lineman. I don't think I'm we have a shot at him, but. I'm here in Ohio State. Here in Ohio State, State there too. I haven't. I didn't look at his crystal ball when I was just looking at it. Um, what is it, Jeremiah Byers? That's the kid from UTEP. I think. Yeah, Jeremiah kid. Byers, three star, former three star, finished. Uh, okay. Yeah, I saw we offered him. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? A few days ago, I think Monday. 
And um, he had a 81 PFF rating this year. So obviously that's good. And then your other guy was Casey Roddick, right, from Colorado? Yeah, yeah. He's in Tallahassee. Like, I know he's been on campus already this week. Like, he changed his Twitter location. Like, he was sending tweets from Tallahassee. Well, that's... So I, I know that he's here, and I, I'm not sure how much... I know the staff likes him enough to keep him as a depth piece, but we'll see. Oh, damn. I just realized Michigan got the uh, ASU alignment. Yeah, he just committed. Ladarius Henderson. Dude, I wanted Ladarius. Ladarius Henderson has, like... Dude, he's huge. He has great like size and strength. Yeah, would have loved to see Atkins get his hands on him. But I mean, there's just the just the amount of kids in the portal right now. Like in general, just on Monday alone, 600 FBS kids went in, which put it over a thousand, including the FCS kids. And right now, the on three number I just looked at, which this is everybody. This is D one, D two, D three was like six thousand. I don't think. That seems like way too That's much. Way too many. I don't. I I have but, a hard time believing that there's six thousand. No, especially because when I checked at the end of the day Monday, it said nine oh six. So it just yeah. doesn't make sense for that many kids when the more of the news cycle was Monday. Then, because I didn't see as many big names go in yesterday as I did Monday. In no, I've already seen. I've already seen some kids like start to pull their names out of the portal. I think it was like the Tulsa quarterback. Pulled his name yeah. out of the portal. I'm guessing he didn't get uh, any calls. I mean, I know that some of these kids are being offered just to enter the portal. Like, they're getting, like, money just to go into yeah. the portal. Not even, like, leave their school. So, you might just see some of these. Like, I mean, Alabama, for example. I think there are, like, five offensive linemen. Yeah, there, there are. There's a bunch in there. Like, Brock Meyer is a big one. That guard, the guard of theirs, a starting guard. Yeah. So, it's, we'll see who ends up going back into the portal. I don't know. I mean, I don't see any other kids on FSU going into the portal either. I would. It would only be ones that aren't huge. Yeah, like, I don't think we're gonna. No, nobody of impo- of importance. No, like, this team, I think, is very clear. The only hits we'll be taking of players leaving is to the draft, if anything. But no one is gonna just leave. I think they love the culture too much, and if they are leaving because they don't like the culture, it's like Norbell said, this program isn't for everybody. Like it's just, it's one of those that you'd probably rather have them leave than stay. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think uh, Georgia's the only Georgia's like the best retention right now. They have no kids entering the portal. Really, and yeah. they're about to Ra Ra Thomas, the Mississippi State it's going there. I saw that they them in Auburn. Um, it's looking it. like UGA for him. Even though Florida State did offer him, I looked at his Twitter the other day or this morning, and Florida State offered him. I think yesterday, but I mean, yeah, I mean, any player who gets an offer from UGA, like they're gonna go to uga yeah unless they're travis hunter travis hunter's probably going to colorado it seems i was gonna ask about that i don't think there's any chance he even looks back at florida state no i i I mean like i'm not gonna be i'm not one of the people that like hates travis hunter i'm like the kid would help us win football games at the end of the day so i would take him but i just don't it's gonna be between colorado and uga it just depends how much money colorado can raise because i know that their ad said they don't even have the money for dion yet so uh, Barstool will step in with Dion. Uh, yeah, that's what they did at first with Travis Hunter. At least that was the rumor. I don't think that anyone was, the was able to It's like a million dollars from them, something that's like what, that. And I mean, they, Barstool, even if and, that's fake. And even he still had um cameras following him. Yeah, I didn't know if that was for his own because he has this like media thing called uh, Well Off that his oldest son runs. Who never played or like doesn't play football. Oh, you are talking about Dion Junior? Yeah. 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 
the one Shiloh's not transfer. Shiloh can't transfer. I don't think unless he's graduating. He has to sit out a year though because he already transferred to yeah. South Carolina. There, I also know he doesn't want to leave. I've heard that like Shiloh, they have like something with their band and their drum majorettes. There's like five of them, and he was just like so interested in it and would go to their practices all the time that they like made him like an honorary sixth. <laughs> like Shiloh loves Jackson State from everything. I mean, he's heard. he also he might be about to graduate. Because he's our age. He's close. He's close. He's our age. So he might be able to, if he's graduating, depending on, because he, I don't know if he came to, if he went to South Carolina in the spring or the fall, but if he went in the spring, he's about to graduate now. You'd have to wait until after he graduates. If he went in the fall, I don't know what his academics are. No, that's just where it's like, I don't, I don't know how JT Daniels is transferring for a fourth time. That one's the seventh time. I saw this. Yeah. I saw this Twitter account that was just called like the trans. Someone made ones like the transfer portal, and it's like, oh, our favorite guest is back. <laughs> I mean, what has he done? So he's gone from USC to Georgia, from Georgia to West Virginia, from West Virginia to wherever he's about to go now. Which, but I don't know. He must. He had to have a waiver. I assume he's a grad transfer now. Yeah, he's a grad he transfer had, now. He had to have a waiver for one of those two jumps, for the, the Georgia second, to West Virginia. The yeah. second one to West Virginia, he had to have a waiver. Which doesn't make sense. Because his coach didn't leave. I was just trying to figure it out. I was like, I don't know how he actually transferred. I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he graduated early after that. And then I think once you're a graduate, can you kind of transfer? You can jump as much as you want. You're still a grad transfer. There's no year in residency. Him and and Slovis got to be good friends just going to school after school. (laughs) Slovis hopping around too. (laughs) That, I think, I think that there was some insider inside stuff uh, i've heard not, a lot of people didn't like slovis in the locker room even though it was the captain so that doesn't make sense to you gotta see if people were going to his birthday party that's <laughs> that's that is that is the measure of a man whether people go to his birthday party or not. <laughs> but they then pit picked up as soon as slovis hit the portal pit picked up the bc quarterback who's yeah. from yeah who's from pittsburgh so it was like I think he has a relationship with the offensive coordinator too, or the head coach. One of the he was so his one good year at Boston College, like his one like really good year at Boston College. His OC was the now Pitt OC, I think. So it that was, and he's from Pittsburgh, so that's a pretty easy pickup for Pitt. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like groundbreaking that that happened. All right, do you want to talk about the kids from Oklahoma transferring and how that maybe affects the game so far? Yeah, so obviously our bowl game was announced. Um, we were playing in the Cheez It Bowl against OU. Personally, I don't like that we were playing a six and six team, but OU has a big brand, and uh, we'll probably get our tenth win. And they also have a bunch of kids going in the portal and opting out. Will they be able to feel a team? I don't know. Like, I haven't seen the amount. I know their backup QB went in. I think their normal QB still their QB Gabriel is still, still there. He's still there. He's yeah, not transfer. I know their starting running back is out. Right. Their I think two so. Tackles are out. They've had a linebacker go into the portal. I know they've had more backup offensive linemen go into the portal. I mean, uh, even with all those guys in, I'm I'm pretty confident that Florida State beats a six and six Oklahoma. I saw that the spread was the spread now seven points. It's seven and a half now, so I would take that now. I'll still take seven and a half. I feel comfortable with that. When I saw originally Action Network had it at one, I was just like, well, that like doesn't make sense because Oklahoma's yeah. I think that was a way too early. That was like a way too early yeah. someone messed up. Like it did not make sense at all. That makes no a six and six Oklahoma team. I mean, they've been better uh, a little bit in the last couple of games, but they have no defense. 
who they statistics for when we get into a bigger breakdown, but their defense is absolutely horrendous. I mean, that's all Big 12 teams, too. So, like, it should be a – and they don't face a defense either. The best defense they probably faced was Texas. Yeah. Or TC. Do they play TCU? Yeah, they play TCU. So, it's either Texas or TCU would have been their two best defenses that they played. And it's not like TCU has a groundbreaking defense either. Like, it's the Big yeah, 12. All these... dug in. Yeah. They all, they all have the frog in them. It's my <laughs> Instead of the dog, it's the frog. Uh, I hate in, Speaking of Duggan, uh, how he's going to New York, there was also one person in that mix who doesn't fit going to New York. And I want to say, Stetson Bennett, you do not deserve to be going to New York. I don't care whether people say this is a career achievement award. He, Hendon Hooker or Drake May or Blake Corum deserve that spot over him. No, easily. I mean, it's Did not like even... Yeah, the Heisman isn't even a career achievement award. It's the most valuable player of that year, the most influential player of that year. So, like, I don't, I don't know, because he wasn't even because Hennon Hooker won SEC. It was Hennon Hooker first team All SEC. Yeah, and Stenson Bennett was like, I don't think made the list for that. I don't think Stenson Bennett threw thirty touchdown passes. I don't know if he threw twenty five. No, he definitely I'm, didn't. I'm looking at it right now. He threw twenty. He threw 20 touchdown passes. He was tied for 42nd in college football with that number. <laughs> and he also, had more um, stats than Jordan Travis. Like, legitimately, Jordan Travis had better stats than him. Yeah. And uh, Kane just texted me Jaheim Bell followed J Trav and Adkins today. Yes. Yeah. I did see that last night. I saw well, Travis followed him like early. Travis followed him like pretty much right after he went to the portal and then he followed him back. So, so I mean, I, I've heard the tight ends coach is going to visit him. That's who I've the rumor is. That would make sense. I mean, I don't think it's far fetched that we get. I think that Rodemaker is huge, huge prediction. Yeah, but um, anyway, it's the OU, OU game. We should blow them out of the water, and it shouldn't be close. If you're betting, if you're a betting person. Take the line now before it gets even higher because it's or, probably going. Or it gets to ten. It's the same. It's yeah. gonna be the same thing that happened with the UF game. Yeah, that line was like seven and a half, or I think it was came out like six and a half, and then it was yeah. like ten by game by kickoff. I mean, it's it should be pretty easy. I have no worry about that game whatsoever. Are you going? I'm not going. Yeah, I put in my request for student tickets, and I'm purposely flying out of Orlando and flying into Orlando for Christmas break. <laughs> Just so that I can go there. Like, I'm just going to leave my car parked in my uncle's house. They did there. say um, the student requests ex- doubly exceeded double, double of what the. Amount, but then I'll yeah. just go on stuff. I'll go on StubHub and buy one. I'm not really. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to that game. Well, plus seniors get first priority. So. Yeah, I'm not really worried about it. Did you see Mike and Mike Norvell and his new. Uh, zipper jack this new quarter zip he was wearing no no i've not i've been looking at so much portal stuff i've not even Dude, at the press he, conferences he's been on the trail this week visiting like the commits and stuff like he was in tennessee visiting brock glenn he was just in california yesterday visiting blake nicholson and he had this sick quarter zip it was like a, like a light garnet like norvell has the best jacket game of any coach <laughs> now they need to start reselling because they stopped making the gray hoodies they just need to. I don't think they realize how much those would sell if you just made more FSU ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like have my mom get me like a plain gray FSU hoodie that's the same, and then just iron on an FSU pad <laughs> and make my own Norvell hoodie. 
I mean, it's the equipment picture with it with the bobby hat was hilarious. Oh yeah, <laughs> where it's it's hanging up in the morning. Yeah, there. yeah, that was hilarious. I know all the coaches are going around this week and visiting recruits. Like I just I just saw a picture of of Boots and John Papuchis. So he's at Lamont Green's house, and they have a oh wow Lamont has a FSU framed jersey up at his house. There you go. Behind him in the picture. So. Yeah, coaches are hitting the trail heavy this week. I know practice starts again on Friday, so after okay, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of this. I mean, a lot of the practice for at least from like when I'm reading around and looking at stuff. A lot of practice for the bowl game is a lot of just development stuff, like going back to the fall camp kind of thing. It's like it's not a lot of huge of scheming and plans and stuff. Maybe like the week before OU they'll get into that, but it's not a lot of that. No, they're start. They're starting light to this week like they're not gonna because they've had the week off due to exams so they're they'll start out light and i think they'll just go back to the basics of everything yeah and kind of same thing that they would do to start off the spring almost yep all right and just to wrap this up here obviously we talked about women's soccer briefly last week we did lose north carolina three to two we were down were we down three oh and came yeah, back three two so at least we ended with a fight women's basketball is also balling out there nine and one while our men's team is one nine we play oh we we, we play winless louisville this week and we're like 76 percent favored by espn fpi or whatever they call it <laughs> first basketball so it's there the is a of the lot SEC of hope that we can win our second basketball game this weekend. <laughs> I'm not betting on this game because every time I bet on us to win, it's like five bucks to win like 30. I'll like throw it live and then we just get hammered from that point on. And, the, and we did keep it close with Virginia. So there is improvement no, happening. Number three team on the road. I will take the fact that we kept it close. Though Cameron Fletcher is out for the year with a knee injury. That sucks. Nice. He's been playing his best basketball. I think like ten points and like six boards. That's what he was averaging, and he started most of our games. But yeah, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, ESPN matchup predictor has us as 88 percent favorites to beat Louis. Oh, went up. They uh, must have like an injury or something. That's Saturday. Yeah. Uh, damn. I will not be there for the game. And then we play SC Upstate on Tuesday afterwards. That has to be an away game at Louisville. No, Where Tom. is it? Oh, it's Tom. Home. It's um maybe I'll see if I can go. I won't be in town on Saturday. I'm le- like I'm leaving Friday for the retreat. I will not be. I will be here until Monday. So. Hey, you graduate tomorrow or Friday? Friday. Friday. Yep. So I mean, do you have anything else? I went off on my list. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. It's gonna be a lot of portal talk until we get to the bowl game and recruitment talk till we get to the bowl game. Um, we'll try to save. We'll talk a little bit about the OU game every week but we'll try to save a big preview for that episode right before just so we don't use up all of our content that we have um thank you guys for watching we'll see you guys next week go knows